There's a really good quote by Dwight L. Moody, and it says, There are many of us that are willing to do great things for the Lord, but few of us are willing to do little things. And I think that now, in this time of uncertainty and quarantine, in apparent extra time in a sense, there's a lot of opportunity for us to do the little things. Like you were saying, maybe texting a friend or doing an online concert. I think now, more than ever in a sense, we have that opportunity to do the little things for God, to not be the main person on stage getting the credit for this, but more so person working behind the scenes. Welcome back to Proven. Everyone has been given the same amount of time in a day, 24 hours. But it is how we spend these precious hours that shape our lives. Now with free time becoming more available, what are we to do with all our time? To tackle this question, Chantel and I are joined by Miss Alyssa Brantley, a friend and mentor to many at Weimar Academy. Currently, the world is in complete chaos. People are freaking out. They don't know what to do with this COVID-19 virus, and people are left with a lot of free times on their hands. Now, Miss Alyssa, you are an expert with time. How can you give us a little nugget of advice for how we should use our time? I think we have the same amount of time that we always have had. We just are being allowed to direct that time ourselves more than normal. Instead of our boss or our teacher telling us how to use our time now, we have been given kind of the privilege of being able to structure that ourselves. Mm. We might not be able to do some of the things that we normally like to do, go out to different places, different activities and things like that, but We've been given an opportunity to do some things that we don't normally get to do, like spend time with family mm-hmm. at home, because yeah. you're going to be locked with them for a long time. <laughs> oh, man. Yep. So I think one of the things that you can do with your time right now is spend some time reflecting mm-hmm. and thinking about how God would have used your time. Mm-hmm. I know that last night, for all the dorm students, we had our own little prayer meeting in the girls' dorm, and we spent time together reflecting on our best memories of this year Hmm. and Dean was talking about how they do this weekly with their family and say what's the best memory of this week Mm. and it was really cool to do that you know hearing everyone's stories about these memories that they had had you know very beginning of the year that I had forgotten about and I was partnered up with Michael and we were talking about how both of us agreed we really appreciate like the little moments And after that prayer meeting that we spent together and the time of prayer and reflecting, I realized that, like you were saying, when you look back on the best times that you've had this year, you can look forward to how you're going to spend your time later. Mm -hmm. I think that's really kind of a cool aspect of reflection is you'll be able to see, you know, this worked. Let's try to do it again. Hmm. So thinking about some of those different memories, things that people talked about, Lucas, were they things that happened just within normal daily life or was it times that you had taken aside to do something specific? It it was interesting. There was mixed. Okay. 
there was some where it was, for example, the afternoon we went down to Ponderosa and swam, and there was a lot of funny experiences from that. But then other times it was just something that happened in the daily life where someone's like, I remember when I was just, you know, doing this thing at school that this happened. And I thought that was just, you know, really funny and that really made my day. So it was interesting to see kind of both actually, how it was sometime it was structured, other times it wasn't structured at all. Huh. I read this book once upon a time. It's called uh, 1000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp. And she talks about, um, she talks about slowing time, mm-hmm. how we're all you know, super busy most of the time and things like that. But within that busyness, we can really get lost. And so when we take time to either be intentional, like you were saying, you know, going swimming at Ponderosa, that was kind mm-hmm. of an intentional thing. We mm-hmm. planned to do that or, you know, backpacking or whatever it might be. We planned to take a break. Yeah. Uh, or whether that's just in the middle of the day, just taking time to look around and mm-hmm. seeing the things that are around you or people that are around you or all of the different things that God's given you. It slows that time down and helps you to enjoy it and to have those moments. So I know last episode we talked about our morning time with God. And I think that that's something that will be interesting to see if we have more time in a sense to, you know, spend with God. But what about throughout the day? I mean, I get that lives are pretty busy in general with school, work, and things like that, where we don't just have time to set aside to read the Bible or to pray necessarily. And of course, for our meals, maybe. But how do you think that would look now? This is for both of you. How do you think that would look now with the coronavirus situation and with maybe some extra time that's not structured? Well, from my personal experience, and I know a lot of people can relate, is that when you're given a lot of time, it's a lot easier to waste it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're on breaks and you're just chilling and like taking five naps in one day and you're like, man, I should really do something productive. Uh, I feel like it's going to be a struggle to not waste that time, but to be productive. And when we get out of this quarantine, we can look back and be like, ah, I did something new or I learned how to knit. Actually, I know mm-hmm. how to knit. Quick fact. But, you know, <laughs> you can learn something new. Hmm. So within that, do you have any strategies for yourself that you use to either spend that extra time with God or any ideas for that? Hmm. Well, it's a lot easier said than done. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Something that for me is when I need to take a break instead of just going online or something, which today definitely helped because the internet is so slow and you can't do much online. (laughs) But I had my Bible sitting next to my desk. And um, I realized that I had to, you know, pick a verse for the page in the yearbook. And I thought, well, what better time to do this? I had kind of kind of finished, you know, doing different things on an English paper I was writing. And I just wanted to take a break. So instead of, you know, going online and wasting a lot of time, which to be honest, I do quite often, mm. I just took time to go through the Bible and read different verses. It wasn't structured at all. But it was really interesting. I hopped all over the Bible. I went from Ephesians to Job to Psalms to Ezekiel. And it was really cool to be able to have that time where it wasn't structured at all. It wasn't like, all right, I'm getting up in the morning to have devotions. It was, 
let's just read a little bit of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of interesting. Something I haven't really done much, but I want to do more for sure. Mm-hmm. Huh, it sounds a little bit like your experience last night when you were talking with your different friends about different memories, as you're just kind of browsing the Bible like that, you're remembering different mm-hmm. verses you might have memorized in Sabbath school mm-hmm. or that someone else might have brought up at a hard time or, or at a funny time, or mm-hmm. you find some weird proverb like the lazy man says there's a lion in the street, <laughs> you know, <laughs> nobody go out of the house, which kind of feels like this coronavirus yeah. right now. Um, but yeah, no, I can I can see that. One of my friends, there's something interesting she does. It's super small to remind her throughout the day, either to pray or to pick up her Bible or things like that. She flips her watch upside down, and she always wears it upside down. And whenever she looks at the time, hmm. she sees that her watch is upside down, and she decides, like, wow. oh, yeah, yeah, let me remember <laughs> to pray for that particular person or um, thank God for, you know, three things right now or mm pick up her Bible. And it's just super practical and super small, Mm -hmm. but it does jog your memory. So maybe thinking of something like that, that's really small that you might see every day, even if it's like putting a post-it note on your mirror or something Mm -hmm. might help to jog your memory. You know, in Bible class, we're watching this certain seminar and the guy who was uh, preaching in it, he was saying how it was just a random little thing he added that every single hour when him and his wife were home, they set a timer. And after that one hour, they both go and they just pray. Hmm. And it's just just a normal thing that's just ingrained into their lives. And I think that uh, that's something that I want to start implementing in my own life because it's, sometimes it's like prayer is just something that we do. But I think we forget that there is such power in prayer and that it needs to be a part of us like every second of the day. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's interesting you were talking about the timer, how they set the timer and things like that. It kind of reminded me, because I'm still thinking about this whole unstructured time and how we're going to be able to kind of structure it ourselves somewhat Mm -hmm. for some of us. And then versus school or work where it's a lot more structured. We set a timer at school. When the bell rings, that's because we set a timer. Mm -hmm. We made that schedule. Mm -hmm. You could make your own schedule. But, you know, since we're going to be having a lot of time on our hands... Um, it's easy to think about what am I going to do with my time for me? What can I gain from it? But I think this is also a great opportunity to reach out to other people. And, you know, even though we're quarantined in our homes and whatnot, we have social media and we have phones and we're able to reach Mm -hmm. others. And I think this is a great time to connect with people, even though it's harder, you know, it's not face to face, but we have FaceTime, we have Skype, we have all that jazz. But I think to to reach out to people that we haven't done in a while and check up on them, say, hey, how are you doing? Mm. And be encouragement to other people because, I mean, this is kind of a scary time because we don't know what's going to happen. It's not easy to think or to say, oh, well, uh, what are we going to do in a month? Because no one knows. But I think that this is a great opportunity to reach out to those and maybe even tell them about God and that it's okay because he has that in control. There's a really good quote by Dwight L. Moody and it says there are many of us that are willing to do great things for the Lord but few of us are willing to do little things and I think that now in this time of uncertainty and quarantine in apparent extra time in a sense there's a lot of opportunity Mm -hmm. for us to do the little things Mm -hmm. like you were saying maybe texting a friend or doing an online concert I think now, more than ever, in a sense, we have that opportunity Mm -hmm. to do the little things for God, 
to not be the main person on stage getting the credit for this, but more so the person working behind the scenes. So I have a question for both of you as seniors. When I was a senior, I didn't even really want to take the time to really think about the next year. I was just like, okay, it's gonna happen and I know I need to face it when it comes, but to like actually make a, a plan of what's coming next. Have you thought about taking any of this time to think about what kind of tools God would have you put in your life hmm. toolbox? Um, whether that may be something small or something really big, like a degree. Something, luckily actually for me, that kind of started before this whole coronavirus thing broke out um, was actually a book that my brother recommended me reading about you know a career and stuff like that and I've been reading it more now but it's been interesting reading that and then also looking back at what the Bible says because just this week in English class we're writing an essay about kind of who we are and who we're going to be and it's been interesting having reading a book about a career and then also writing an essay about yourself and looking in the essay about what God says in the Spirit of Prophecy says. And then you can kind of see all those intertwine and then you see where will God use me best. Mm-hmm. So it's been really interesting now having time to be able to reflect. What am I going to do later? You know, am I going to learn another language? That is something I've wanted to do. Uh, not the typical language that you would learn. Something a little more I guess out there maybe, but Hebrew. Yeah, no, I don't know about Hebrew. <laughs> that seems a little challenging, but something more, you know, like Arabic maybe. Something that's oh. not as common here. <laughs> but it has been interesting to reflect now on the future, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. To reflect on the future. See, in my case, I have no idea what I'm going to do with my life. <laughs> it's it's hard because you're met with a lot of like unknowns and options, but I think that for myself personally to use this time to search in deeper what God wants for my life. Hmm. And I mean, I think that's something that all of us seniors are having to do. But Hmm. I don't know, just to pray about it and see where it wants to lead because I have no idea. Which can make it really scary when people ask you like, oh, what are you going to do? You know, it's your senior year. I know that that can be quite dreadful to have to answer that question yeah. or have to say, I don't know, but don't be afraid to do that. Because mm. it's not about one big plan. It's about following the next step that yeah. God has for you. So, Miss Alyssa, what are some practical things to get someone motivated in order to have a structured time? Well, I'll tell you one thing that I do, and this has helped me stay on time a little bit better than... I'm much more of a task-oriented person than a Mm time-oriented person. But doing things the night before sometimes helps. Mm -hmm. For instance, I guess when you're going to school, like laying out your clothes ahead of time or having stuff like that. Um, If you're planning to make breakfast or something like that, go ahead and like put the oatmeal out or put stuff out Mm. on the counter already so that it's it's right there and you can some of those things are already done so mm-hmm. that it kind of smooths the path for you or um have the glass of water right beside your bed so you don't have to get up mm-hmm. to, and go to the sink to it but you just put it in your mouth and then you're like okay we're we're getting up we're starting to go on the way my english teacher used to tell me because i'd get writer's block a lot stop in the middle of a sentence so you'd remember where you pick back up and then you could complete the sentence and keeps going and, and sometimes that really really works and it works in other areas of the day too sometimes or 
say suppose there's a specific hobby that you want to do mm-hmm. or something like that over this time, especially because you're not going to be able to go to the stores and stuff, go get the tools that you need to do it. If you want to take up uh, forming things with clay, go ahead and make a Pinterest board right now and start looking at pictures and getting mm-hmm. ideas and getting excited about it. Mm-hmm. I really like those points. And also, well, this is something that kind of helps me is making a checklist of the things you want to get mm-hmm. done that day. Very good idea. Or something else, you can make a whole bucket list for this whole quarantine time of the things you want to do. Like, I actually want to successfully learn to play the guitar after it's been like three years. Could we explore that for a little bit? Explore what? We want to learn to play the guitar. Oh, yes. Okay. So what has made it hard in the past to to start that process? Well, I get distracted with other things that in the time, in the moment, you know when you're doing something in the moment and you're like, wow, this is so like interesting, but then it's obviously just a waste of time, aka like maybe Instagram or something like that, and you're like, wait, 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 then you keep scrolling, and so then, therefore, then you look at the time and you're like, oh, I need to go to bed, whoops, guess I'm going to have to learn to play the guitar or whatever the task is tomorrow, and yeah. Okay, so it hasn't been on your schedule, really, it hasn't no. been something that you've set a time or, yeah. or set a, is your guitar in your room? No. Huh. Maybe move the location of the guitar so you mm. see it. Where's a good place for it that you could put, that you'd run into it, that you'd be like, oh, there it is, so that you could put down your phone or whatever. I could put it um, at my door. Yeah? Actually, <laughs> it might be broken, but <laughs> I'll remember <laughs> to trip over the guitar in order to go in. What yeah. about uh, resources? Do you have books or anything like that that you've... The internet. Or is there a song that you really Actually, there learn? is. Okay, so... I was learning, you know, Edelweiss. Yeah. It's a really pretty song. It sounds really good on the guitar. And I was I was going pretty good, but then I put it down for too long. I had it, like, down very well, um, the majority of the song. But it came to the point where I forgot how to play the song, and then I was like, oh, I need to relearn it. But I just never went back to that. Huh. So you have the sheet music and every, or the chords and everything mm-hmm. you need. You could put it in a place where you tell me what would be a good plan for you that would remind you to pick it up or to... Make that part of your schedule. Tape it to my door. Ah, that's, like, that's not a bad idea. That's really good. How many chords do you know? Um, I don't really know. Do <laughs> you know a couple, though? Yeah. So like, I'll I can you... say a G, a C, an A. That's really good. Minor, an F. One I know. That's really good. You can, you can build on that. I asked that question because. Um, Last week, no, about two weeks ago, my friend Alex, he's in the, um, he's in the Peace Corps right now, mm-hmm. and they're being quarantined and stuff like that. He's been mm-hmm. wanting to learn to play the guitar for a while too, and he posted this thing on Instagram, and everyone was laughing because they were like, "Man, this is kind of like one chord, Alex." But essentially, it was a video that was like thirty seconds long of him showing everybody how he learned to play one chord. That's it. It was just one chord. It was uh-huh. a beautiful G minor chord, and that's all he could play. But I thought about that, and I was like, wow, to celebrate that one chord and that one step is going to motivate him mm-hmm. to continue to do that, mm-hmm. to, to accomplish his goal of, of learning to play the guitar in general. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to celebrate that one step. Mm-hmm. Well, today, before we kind of wrap this up, there is another quote that I thought was really applicable to this conversation and it's actually was um steve Jobs said this he says my favorite things in life don't cost any money it's really clear that the most precious resource we all have is time Mm. 
So we would like to all encourage the listeners to use that resource that we are all given to God's glory, especially when you have more of it than you may realize times where you're on break or maybe you're still being quarantined but use it for God's glory and think what can I do that will bless others what can I do that might seem little but that could impact someone for eternity Hi, thanks for choosing to listen to The Proven Podcast. It's now time for the devotional section of this week's episode. Time. Is it a blessing or is it a curse? Well, it depends on how you look at it. All throughout the Bible, we can see many different examples of people using their time, both for good and for the bad. One of the first stories that came to my mind was the story of the 10 virgins found in Matthew chapter 25. The Bible reads, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened unto ten virgins, who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. Those that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them, but the wise took oil and their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard, Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there not be enough oil for both you and us. But rather, go unto those that sell, and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those that were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. We can see that the five wise virgins used their time correctly and they prepared for the bridegroom's coming, while the other five simply slept and thought that they could just use the other virgin's oil. During this quarantine, we've been given a lot of time. And my question to you is, how are you using it? You see, it's easy to get caught up in all the fun things that this world has to offer. But none of those things really matter in the end. Personally, I know there were a lot of things that I wanted to be able to do this school year, especially since it was my senior year, but I wasn't able to make them happen because I kept putting them off for too long. Four years sounds like a long time, but it goes by so incredibly fast. Before you know it, you blink as a freshman and you wake up as a senior, and it's time for graduation. The biggest lesson I have learned is tomorrow never comes, so start today. Wasting time during the coronavirus quarantine might seem a little irresponsible, but it's not nearly as big of a deal as putting off making a decision for Jesus. Christ wants you to come to him today. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I think many times we hear that verse and we, we overlook it, but it's a powerful verse. The Bible continues later on in the book of John in chapter 17, verse 3, and it says, And this is life eternal, that they may know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. 
And those two different verses go really well together. Eternal time, eternal joy. Jesus Christ came to save us and give us eternal life. Time as we know it will cease to exist. And my prayer for whoever is listening to this podcast is this. Take time while we still have it. Read your Bible. Learn to know Christ. And one day, I promise you, you will not be disappointed. One day when he comes to bring his children home, when he comes to take us to heaven, who will you be? Will you be like the five wise virgins? Or will you be like the five foolish virgins? Now is the time. The time has come for you to get your oil. Spend time in God's word. Spend time reading the Bible and things that will draw you closer to him. It's through those little experiences and those little bits of time that you set aside and that you prioritize throughout your day that will one day lead to something that will last for eternity. Time is so incredibly short and before you know it, it'll be gone. Make time for him. In fact, he made time for you. He left heaven and he came down as a little baby in order to save you. My best word of advice when prioritizing your time is always put Christ first in every single thing that you do. If you do that, you'll find that you actually have a lot more time because Christ will help you balance out the rest of your time. He'll help you be efficient. He'll help you make things happen on time. Even when you feel like you're not going to have enough time to study for a test that you have coming up or finals that are coming up or a big term paper that's coming up. If you choose to continue growing with him, he will help you get those things done. Because when you prioritize him, he'll help you carry out the rest of your other priorities. So, time blessing or a curse. It depends on how you use it, but I would say time is a blessing. Prioritize your time and make sure that whatever you do, you always choose to prove God right. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Proven. If you found this episode encouraging or thought-provoking, hit subscribe and feel free to share with a friend, family member, or whoever you think might benefit. God gave you today. Use it for his glory and see where it leads.